my name is David Birnbaum. Welcome to The Safe Space. Today's episode is with my friend Tom Nowak. It was originally recorded as part of what would have been another uh, show or another series, but I've decided to release it as part of The Safe Space, and there will be a few other episodes of this sort. This episode, Tom and I discuss what it's like to sort of put yourself out there and admit you want more friends. You want better friends, because that was the premise of another show we were working on. It was myself, Tom, and a few others who were trying to sort of commit to be friends with one another, to be supportive, and to have those conversations publicly. While the smaller group uh, show isn't moving forward, that is essentially what I'm trying to create with the safe space with BTI Media and with my peer groups generally. I'm putting in a lot of conscientious effort, and so are a lot of my peers, to nurture our friendships, to be supportive for one another, to be able to have those conversations honestly and publicly. And this is a really good conversation where I ask, you know, how Tom feels about that, how we both feel about sort of admitting and putting it out there that, you know, we aren't necessarily happy with our current friendships, with our current relationships, and that we want more. So it's a really great exploration, I think, and you'll really resonate it if you're in a point in your life where you're sort of wondering why you don't have deeper relationships, deeper friendships than uh, as, as deep as you might want. And, you know, hopefully it's sort of a call to arms for you to join us, for you to join our friend group, our family that does want to be supportive of one another, that does want to grow together. So I think it's a really great episode and I thank Tom for being so honest with me and I think you'll enjoy it as well. As always, please subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcasting app and consider supporting the show at thesafespace.ca. So yeah, Tom, uh, I've definitely known you the longest out of, you know, the people in this group. And I wanted to talk to you about how it feels to be doing something like this, because I've been, I've been kind of struggling through it, you know, so I've asked four people to sort of, I've like consciously asked four people to be better friends to me, right? And you know, it's interesting and good that they've said yes, and there's this supportive group I have, but it also makes me feel kind of sad and low that I had to ask for this. Like, you know, I have this impression that this should have happened just naturally. And so I'm wondering what your thoughts are about it generally and, and if they're at all in line with mine. Um, well, I guess it is sad i mean to to me it is sad as well and and not not in the sense that um you're like unique in this case but i think a lot of people feel the same way uh where you know people don't necessarily feel like they have a lot of friends in the world um and uh i got to say like, i definitely feel the same way uh, so, uh, and, and it's not necessarily true. I mean, you, you might have friends, but you might not feel like a personal, as personal a connection as you think you should be feeling. Right. And that's what it comes down to, I guess, right. Is like the, the kind of, I suppose, commitment we've made to each other is to be there for each other, right? Like it, like to be a close group of friends dedicated to one another. And that 
Yeah, that is like, I have friends I can hang out with and stuff, but it is about whether or not someone is supporting me, whether or not I feel like no matter what, I can reach out to this person or this group of people. And yeah, it is, it is quite rare. And, you know, so I don't know, should it just happen naturally? Is like, why should it have happened without me asking for it is also what I'm wondering, right? Because I have that assumption, but why? Why would that happen if I don't consciously seek it? Uh, I think... I think it has to do with how uh, people meet and the uh, context that they establish between each other as friends. Uh, like a lot of my friends, um, we met either through school or because we had common interests, right? And a lot of our, our friendship revolved around those things. Um, uh, and sometimes you can branch out of that where the friends you made through those common interests, like, oh, it turns out you have more in common or um, you have other things that you have a friendship over. But I think a lot of the time uh, the friends you make revolve around the specific interests that you keep, uh, that you have together and that you like, and maybe you don't necessarily explore all of the ways that you could be friends or that you that you do have in common. Uh, and I'm, I guess my question and what I'm, what I'm wondering is like, do you necessarily have to have a lot in common to try to, to be these friends, like this kind of group that you want, that you're, you're trying to get, right? Do you, do you have to have a lot of common interests? Um, and, do they have to be like physical things? Can be they can to be like values that that you're you're trying to go after? Um, I don't really know. Right. Uh, just can you try and look at the camera more than at me because it kind of looks weird. Sure. Um, but yeah. So, but I want to ask um, ask you how you feel about it because you know I asked you and some other people and so. You said yes as well. What does it? How? What did it feel like to be asked? And also, what does it feel like to engage in this kind of, let's call it, superficially put together group? At um, least at the start, it's superficial. I don't think it will stay that way, or it, or it's perhaps already developed beyond that. But yeah, how how do you feel about all this? Uh, it's a little nerve wracking, just because. Uh, the attempts that I make to have these kinds of friends naturally or in the real world don't necessarily always pan out. I mean, I have some really good friends that um, I stay in, t in contact with all the time and I think they're amazing people and, and we have a mutual respect for each other, but that's so rare. And like 99% of the time when uh, you try to make these kinds of friends, like you reach out and you become, I want to say vulnerable. Uh, but it is vulnerable. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, then I, I've got the experience of being like, uh, I guess rejected in a way, or like, you know, that's not encouraged. Yeah, and I definitely, have a fear of rejection. And so 
I, that's why I'm also interested to know how you feel about it. Cause I also, I almost have an advantage over the other people. Cause you know, these are four people I know, right. And you know, one, uh, you know, you know, one decently well and one kind of well, but I, I'm the one who knew everyone. So it's almost as if there's an easier entry point for me, but yeah. Like, why did you say yes? Why knowing that there is this vulnerability, knowing that this is difficult and, and weird to say the least, like what made you interested and what made you say yes? Um, I, I trust your uh, judgment of people to um, evaluate the others. Um, and it's just from, I think the way that you evaluate people is pretty good. Um, so that's the reason why I was okay with it. Although I but definitely, so, Oh, sorry, go ahead. I definitely still feel, I definitely still feel weird about it. Like it's, it's not, it has not, uh, completely, uh, gone away this, this, uh, this sort of, uh, discomfort of, of, you know, making a conscious effort to be someone's best friend. Right. Yeah. And that's a, like, that's a good way to put it. It's like walking up to someone as a kid and being like, Hey, I want to be your best friend. Do you want to be my best friend? And like, I, I did that into adulthood with people. And so to me, it's kind of par for the course. So I, I appreciate you saying that you value my judgment, but you know, this must've met some need of yours or added some sort of value to your life for you to say yes, not just, you know, anything David proposes I would do. Right. So, um, like when you think about it or, or we're thinking about it, why, um, why add this to your life? It's, you know, a time commitment, it's, uh, risk of rejection and I suppose risk of rejecting, right. There's also like, Oh, what if I don't meet, the requirements and I let these people down or, or, or something like that too. Or if they don't meet my requirements. Right. And so what, what need did this fill or what value did it add to your life or theoretically add to your life? I'm, well, like the things we've already talked about, mm -hmm. uh, I don't necessarily get to express to a lot of people. Um, and that can be for a lot of reasons. Uh, so it's nice to have people that you can confide in. Mm -hmm. uh, and I mean, I'm not, I'm not really that scared of their judgment of me. To be to be honest, I I just like the fact that I can express these things. And I can get some, I can get some feedback, uh, cause getting feedback is, uh, it's really hard, uh, on, on my own. And, and I know I, I, I introspect, but, uh, it can be really refreshing to hear other people, um, going through the same things or, you know, letting me know that maybe, you know, what you're thinking right now is crazy. I'm kidding. But. Yeah. No, and, and I think that makes sense. And I, I'm quite happy with how open people seem to be already, right? So we've been running this 
we've we started our friend group uh, or our family or whatever it is about a month ago, let's say. And I'm pretty pleased at how comfortable I feel sharing and other people have seemed to be sharing as well. And it's already one of the safest places I have. And it's because like the people have just, that's the kind of prereq. Like that's what we've said, like this is a safe space for us. That's what it will be. And I'm, I'm very pleased that it's kind of worked already. What, what's your, or it's working already. I don't know how well it's working for everyone, but um, yeah, what's your impression of how it's been going so far? Uh, it's been really heavy uh, mm. in the sense that uh, a lot of the time I don't know what to say. Yeah. Uh, because I don't, again, I don't experience a lot of this out there, right? Like it's, it's you, you will experience it sometimes, but with a very close people. So if somebody is willing to express their uh, their current problems and their their fears on that uh, to people who promise or made a commitment to to being there, um, I mean it's uh, it's definitely uh, what's the word? It's um, I, I like that they're willing to to trust me because I think I am worth being trusted. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I'm just not used to it just because I think a lot of people in my life don't put me in this kind of position normally. So that's really interesting because it's not something I often think of. You know, I often think of me needing someone, right? But there's also that corollary benefit of let's say being needed of someone holding you in enough esteem or giving you enough trust that they'll be vulnerable with you and you know i think that's really it's a it's a scary place to be in as well i think and and so i'm interested to hear a bit more about that because i've not thought of it in that lens before and i wonder you know, there's this idea that led to it of, you know, I'm, I'm lonely, other people are lonely. And I wonder what the balance is between me needing someone, but also wanting to be needed. Yeah, uh, this, the whole concept of being needed and, 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 and needing people, though, it makes me really it makes me uncomfortable. Maybe uh, need isn't the right word, but I mean, relied upon, let's say right? That I can rely on them, but also they can rely on me and, and that I am relied upon for emotional support and those sorts of things. Maybe yeah. need is the wrong word. I think uh, for me, I'm, I'm much more, I'm much less comfortable with being relied on than I am comfortable with relying on others. Because I've, uh, I think, I think I've seen a lot of people that, that are okay with it. And it's always baffled me how they can how they can handle that um, uh, because <clears throat> at least to from my perspective it, it I would think that that kind of person needs um, a lot of self esteem although I, I could be wrong I could be wrong about that because I don't know maybe maybe there are some people who 
they don't have self-esteem, but they really take pleasure in uh, being relied on by others and like being like a mom, you know, mm. uh, I, pro- I think there are a lot of people that actually that are like that too. Like, uh, but uh, I have seen people who, uh, who can, ex- who they, they could take the role of being like the confidant uh, mm-hmm. and they take it very well. Yeah, that's fair. And I mean, I, I definitely think I'd want to talk another time about uh, why you hesitate to be relied upon or why that is tough, because that's interesting. I don't, I've not introspected deeply about that. So I, I think it would be an interesting thing to talk about sometime as well. Um, I'm interested, you know, now that we've started the process, do you have, has anything kind of concretized for you about the benefits it may add, or have you already seen benefits? What, like, because it's hard for me to know what people's thought processes are about the actual thing, right? I see the conversations we're having, but not kind of how people are approaching that. So what, what have you thought about it so far? But also, yeah, looking ahead, what do you hope to get out of it? Or, or how do you hope it will kind of shape what, what shape it will form into? Uh, I, I get the chance to talk more. Uh, that's, that's a really big benefit actually. Cause I just don't necessarily, I don't normally express a lot of my, my thoughts in out loud. Um, uh, and to be honest, like the, the, the more like, I guess, controversial thoughts, I still haven't really express them super clearly there. Uh, but my, my take on that is like, I, I really need people to, uh, you know, understand where I'm coming from first before I can, I can even express those things. And I might be wrong about that. Um, it seems like other people, uh, I've seen, uh, don't seem to have this issue. Uh, but, um, and I don't mean that's I, I don't mean to say that in the sense that I haven't been vulnerable yet. It's just like uh, I think I, I I've really just kept to topics that I think are very universal, but like that are still very personal, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, but aside from that, like, how do I think it's going to? How do I think this friendship is going to go? Or how do you hope it goes, right? Because it's an it's like the five of us shaping it together, right? So you'll have you have a an equal say in how it goes. So how do you hope it goes? What, how can this friendship be as valuable to you as possible? Uh, I hope that um, it becomes a pocket of sanity that I can rely on. Uh, that would be really nice. Yeah. Uh, I hope that it doesn't pan out like a lot of my uh, attempts at, uh, you know, making deep personal connections, uh, which sucks to say, but it happens. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And... Yeah, I just hope we keep talking. And I, I hope that I can get more comfortable with 
listening to people be the same position that I'm in or like that be that vulnerable and uh, and actually uh, and actually uh, in somehow in some manner provide a value to them whether it's uh, just listening or, or providing advice. I'm much more inclined to want to provide advice, except I suck at providing advice. So, well, I don't think we can talk about that another time too. I don't think you suck at providing advice, but there is something to be said about not providing advice about just like, you know, some of the messages I respond to people just saying, no, like I'm here for you. I support you. I love you. And, you know, I don't have advice right now. I, this is a tough situation. And I think there's huge value in that as well right so it's not about just providing advice and advice is sometimes good but often people know uh, some or much of what they have to do anyways and it's just about being there for them one thing i want to add is i think you said that you like that you can talk more but i i want to highlight that it's not at least you can correct me if i'm wrong but because i like being able to talk more too but it's not just like talking isn't an intrinsically good thing. It's, it's that I can kind of think out loud. And so it's not just talking, it's like talking about things I'm not certain about yet and, and trusting that I can have the benefit of the doubt about, you know, fringe thoughts or more controversial thoughts and have people who are more so on the side of I'm good and trying than I'm like nefarious, right? So they know, okay, if I have this view that they think is really wrong, they're really, I can still think about it and they're going to help me with that. And I can kind of think out loud safely um, because, you know, I think about a lot and to have it all just rattling around in my head isn't the best and, and, you, and I want feedback. And so um, it's valuable for me to be able to talk to them. And sometimes, you know, recently I just kind of rambled for a little while about, I don't even know what, um, but it's helpful to kind of be able to have that, to have kind of like a verbal sound, like a sounding board um, so that I can really hone my thinking and understand how it relates to other people. So it's, I, I, I that's how I feel about like the value of talking, um, not just like, oh, I can just talk into an ether. Um, it's that, it's like a safe place to talk, uh, if if that resonates with you as well. Uh, yeah, uh, it's I I need to clarify my own thoughts a lot, and um, I don't write as much as I should, um, uh, for that purpose. And talking to other people makes me uh, want to clarify my thoughts more, mm -hmm. um, and that's really good for your own uh, internal thinking, uh, your introspection. Um, because I, there are times where I notice that there are things that I say that don't make a lot of sense to other people because they're missing some information. And then I try to explain that missing information and I realize I'm not good at explaining it and I don't really know it. Uh, and um, I need to think more about it on my own. Yeah, and uh, that really resonates. And the, like, the more complex an idea too, the more complex an issue, the more I have to do that, right? I have to talk to, you know, a dozen people about it 
get their feedback on what they don't understand or what they don't agree with. Then I can kind of think about why that's the case, try and explain it. It makes my thinking better. It makes me understand the issue better. And, you know, as much as I can do that about intellectual things, I also need help doing that about personal things, about things that I am vulnerable, vulnerable about, you know, whether it's because I'm at, at odds with the, the majority or if it's because it's really like a deeply personal thing about romance or family or whatever it is like i want and i want to know i need help making sure i'm thinking about it properly and so it's like having a place that i feel safe enough to do that about deeper issues too is is really uh rare i think in my experience yeah and and another uh thing i've been thinking about uh well you were discussing that is um uh i i think that i tend to approach relationships with people in a good way uh where i try really hard to judge people at face value yeah and and by that i mean uh when they say something i'll take their word for it and when and i try not to read the other person's mind right um which is really hard uh it's not a good it's not a well um it's not a very prevalent skill that a lot of people have you know mm -hmm. and and i think that uh, a lot of people are encouraged to do the opposite like like i definitely know that i you're you're encouraged i've felt encouraged um, project to, into other people. Yeah, to project and and to, you know, if somebody says certain keywords, uh, you know, they're they're like dog whistle words, or they they give away, they betray some kind of secret that the other person is harboring, and that that you know their nature now. You know, you know, uh, you know who they are because of that statement, mm. um, and. Um, a lot of people do that. Uh, and so when I walked away from that, uh, I realized how hard it is when it's oh, that relationship is only one sided, because if you approach a relationship that way, the other person doesn't, they're much quicker to project uh, and dismiss you. And then the relationship is over. It's like the, um, uh, what's the expression? Uh, you've tainted the water. Uh, mm. it, it's like you can't go back from it, or it's very hard. You know, I've, I I know so many people. Like I, uh, uh, I I I wanted to be their friend because I saw a lot of good qualities in them. And then, um, if it's it, like they just either through my reputation or the few times they've interacted with me, they get a sense that they just don't like me. And then they just, they come across as really cold <laughs> and that sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the fundamental benefit of this is it's a group of people who've all agreed up front. You know, we value the type of relationship we're trying to create. Right. So it's like this, this, is an end in itself. This is 
we're creating this for the sake of its creation because of what we all think it can give us. And I think that's really valuable. And it's all very much in line with, no, we want to be able to figure all of this out together. We want to be able to like not not project onto people, not to project onto one another and to really figure out what each per, who each person is and help them figure out that for themselves and really learn how to best be there for each other in each of the ways we need, right? Versus trying to kind of throw, oh, I think you're this kind of person. No, tell me what kind of person you are, right? Like that's the fundamental thing is, and if you're not sure, then I want to be able to help you figure that out. And I think that's really what is lost in in a lot of my relationships is because they're so quick to tell me who I am, it makes me defensive, whereas I want someone who's open to helping me figure that out. And that's kind of the fundamental difference in tone is if I make a statement to someone who's helping me figure out who I am, then I can learn from it. But if I make a statement to someone who thinks they know who I am, they take that as a fully Fleshed out, fleshed out thought. They react a certain way. And so it's a completely different relationship. And, and so here we have a group of five people who've all said, no, no, we're all working to help each other figure out who we all are, which is just a fundamentally different tone than almost all of my other relationships, which I think is actually unfortunate, right? Uh, that's the state of things generally. And, and I would assume it's not just me that feels that way about many relationships. And another to, to add to that, I'm, I'm also very good at recognizing when someone has uh, done that projection or, or th- this is probably worse. I anticipate that they're going to project and that poisons my own thoughts about the person. Not that I'm necessarily projecting on them, but I project that they will project, I suppose. <laughs> Well, that is projecting. Uh, that is projecting. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, but it's it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll meet people, uh, and after a few interactions, I know that if I were to express more of my own opinions around them, they would like think really bad things about me. Uh, I and I say I know, I mean like I think that. Right. And and then I just stop. Uh, or like I, I start cutting that person out because I don't want to come to that situation where it actually right. happens. Yeah. And that's that fear of rejection. And it also comes back to, you said, you've not yet t- touched on your more controversial thoughts. You've talked only about kind of personal things, but within the realm of acceptability. So it'll be interesting to see how that shifts for you and for the group as a whole. But um, yeah, well, I mean, I, I appreciate you talking about this with me because it is an interesting experiment and I, I wanted to get yours and other people's thoughts on it. So uh, thanks, Tom. I'm glad we had this conversation.